want to share a word this morning with you based on the Apostle Paul's letter to the Corinthians. The theme of our message today is you should know better than that. We as believers should know better than what we're seeing in the world. And we need to be living by the dictates of the Word of God. It is accelerating faster than any of us could have imagined. The unraveling of our culture and our society on a global scale, we've heard many prophecies saying that it was accelerating, it was coming. We thought the pandemic was enough. We thought that the brutality and violence, but we have gone to another level. And there doesn't seem to be anything resisting and stopping the swiftness and the moving of anarchy in our land. And so what I want to speak with you about today is as Christians, where to stand, how to make your stand, and how to do this in righteous judgment. Let me read to you the passage of Scripture that I have chosen for this message. It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. Paul's writing to the Corinthians because they have a lot of lawsuits between themselves as church members, and they're not rightfully making judgments on life. I want to apply that to our situation today. He says this, Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? He's emphasizing the position that we as followers of Christ, sons of God, have not only in this world now, but the world to come. When Christ returns for the thousand-year reign, we will be ruling and reigning with him. And he says, don't you understand the level by which you should be making discerning judgments? He said the saints will judge the world. And if the world is to be judged by you, every believer, by you, are you incompetent to try trivial cases? Don't you know that we are to judge angels? Wow. How much more then matters pertaining to this life? And he goes on to say this, so if you have such cases, why do you lay them before those who have no standing in the church? I say this to your shame. Can it be that there is no one among you wise enough to settle a dispute between the brothers? But brothers go to law against brother, and that before unbelievers. To have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. What's the point here? He says that the position of believers, sons of God, children of the Lord, followers of Jesus Christ, those born again, are going to rule and reign with Christ, and we are going to judge the world, the Greek word is cosmos, the world, this age, we will judge it, as well as angels and principalities. And if we're supposed to walk in that level of wisdom, discernment, and judgment, we better get it right in the house of God, and we better get it right in the world. So we should know better than this is my point today. And I want to elevate us as a people of God in righteous judgment, in careful judgment. Now let me break this down just a little bit. 
Consider the fact that he said that we are going to be the presiding power and judgment over the world and angels, giving judicial decisions. Is that, that is amazing to me. You imagine that? Huh? Seeing believers, think of just different believers, ruling nations, ruling cities, ruling and making decisions for the world. And he takes it to another level. So what he's saying is this. We are going to be make critical judgments and assessments to the world that would be the physical realm as well as angels. That's the what? Spiritual realm. You and I are going to rule and reign with Christ. What does that mean? Now, when it says we're going to judge angels, uh, but thinking this through, I, I don't think we're going to be judging the righteous angels as to whether they did right or not. I mean, they're in the presence of God. They didn't go with Satan, so they are doing the Lord's bidding. Uh, there's nothing there to judge. They're righteous. And uh, do we judge fallen angels? Well, God's going to, they're already judged. They're already condemned to the fiery pit for eternity. So, I mean, I don't need to stand there and after Jesus says, go to Gehenna, the lake of fire, I don't need to go, yeah, go. What do I got to add to that? So in trying to figure out what this all meant, I began to realize what the word judge means. It doesn't mean in a sense that we're going to send demons to hell, they're already going. We're not going to tell angels you're going to hell. We're not, no. The word judgment is used throughout the scriptures as counsel and wisdom. If you'll remember, Moses stood by the tent daily to counsel and judge all the tribes and all the people. Jethro said, you can't handle this. He needs, you, you got to pick out a number of people, uh, leaders from all the tribes, and let them judge each of the tribes because you can't do all that. Do you remember Deborah? who was the judge of Israel. She wasn't giving judgment in the sense of condemning everyone in Israel. A judge of Israel at that time was a ruler that helped settle disputes and give counsel and wisdom to those they were doing. And so what, she, what Paul is saying is that we are going to be counselors and judges in the millennial age to where we're even going to be counseling angels on the right things to do and when. Gabriel, I know I've read a lot about you and I know this, but I need to share with you some ideas. Because here's the thing, angels do not understand that love of God, that sacrifice of Christ that was given, they don't understand the dimension of our love relationship with Jesus. They were never born. They don't understand how to contend with people. We're going to have to judge and counsel them on the proper way to do the Lord's will and so forth in the earth with us. So he, Paul is elevating us to a place of judgment and discernment that Christians, you should know better than what's going on. You should be handling your household. So look, at, we, we've got things to take care of because eventually we're going to get uh, a, uh, a new position in authority. And if you can't handle the things of your own household, look, at if you can't hold, uh, uphold your finances... If you can't figure out how to balance your checkbook, how are you going to balance the angelic realm? 
How are you going to judge the nations? If you can't raise your kids, if you can't discipline your children to be well-behaved, how are you going to discipline the angels? You see what I'm getting at? This is what Paul says, and and he's comparing to the eventual rule and judgment levels that believers will be standing in, and he's comparing it to where we are now, and he says, you should know better than that. You got lawsuits in the church. You guys can't handle this outside of a law court. You got to go to a secular, unsaved, pagan law suit under a Roman province. You can't get together a group of believers and settle the matters. And so that's basically what he's talking about. So what I bring to you and to the situation we're all in is if we're to walk in that level of discernment and judgment, we better get it right. We should know better than taking our lead from the world. So with what's going on out there, are you taking your lead from the Spirit of God and the Word of Truth Or are you taking your lead based on your emotional opinions? Paul put it this way. Since I have been born again, he says, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. I don't regard people as to whether they are black or white, yellow, red. I don't judge anyone according to the flesh, whether they have a lot of money or not enough money whether they're rich or they're poor. I don't judge anyone according to the flesh. I don't judge anyone according to their philosophies. I don't judge anyone according to their dictates, how they do this or that. I don't judge anyone according to the flesh. I judge everyone through Christ and, I, and through the fact that they are souls that need to be saved. And so I have to reach people for Christ. My arguments and my disputes are not on a fleshly level. We should know better than that. So as we determine things as people of God, let me just put some things out there that we better check our attitude. We should know better than this as judges, rulers of the kingdom. I'm going to speak to you as kings and priests and prophets of the kingdom of God because that's what you are. And if you don't understand that, you need to start operating in it. So let's get a right discernment. Let me put it out there, okay? Are all blacks bad? Hmm? Black people bad? You'd say, oh, come on. All right, well, let's not, there are some folks who paint with a broad brush. All black people are bad. No, they are not. Let's revert. All white people are bad. There's some amens out there. All yellow people bad? Hispanics? Of course not. We can't lump entire people groups based on the color of their skin. No. All rich people. Okay, now there's another story. All rich people are bad. No. All poor people are bad. No. This, this seems like pretty simple discernment, but yet we've got attitudes out there. Here, let me put it this way. All Democrats are bad. Oh, now someone's saying, well, Pastor, you know, I'm not even going to say Republicans. I'm going to put it this way. All Trump supporters are bad. Are they? Can we cover both sides of the spectrum with all of this? Hmm? All policemen are bad. But isn't this the brush by which the world is painting things? 
And we as Christians are falling for it. Getting in line with all this foolishness. We should know better than that. Our judgment and discernment is based on higher principles than that. And boy, we should know better, don't you think? Now, here's the difference. Careful judgment. Our judgments must be careful. Discerning from a kingdom principle. I judge no man regarding or according to the flesh any longer. These are souls to be saved, people to be won, people to be ministered to. They may have a complete opposite ideology. They may, in fact, even be violent or hateful towards me. My position with them is that Jesus died for you. Now, I don't paint with a broad brush. No Christian should paint with a broad brush. These are individual people who need to be saved. And so, this is what we defend. This is what we can come against. This is what we can be angry but sin not. We can come against ideologies. We can come with, against arguments and ideas, policies, laws, disputes, and rights. We can discuss those issues. We, in fact, can have positions and stands against them, but with the love of Christ, hopefully to winning some. Now, I can stand against the LGBTQ political position and agenda, but concerning any particular homosexual, I am to give the love of Christ, to care for them, and to reach them with the love of Jesus. But I will stand against the positioning and the agendas politically of what's going on. I can do that in every situation, but we wrestle not against people. We don't get angry at people. We can get angry at the philosophies they are trying to impart. We can get angry at the political agendas. We can speak out. We can be angry, as Paul said, but we sin not. And we create no violence against anyone else. And so we come against these situations and these attitudes. So I speak against these ideologies. There is an ideology out there right now that I can't be quiet about. I think it is the most absolute uh, horrendous idea right now to defund police. It, it, that is absolute anarchy and absurdity. But I can't believe the foothold it has and that it is taking in the argument over injustice. Please, you should know better than that, people of God. How do you win an argument against injustice by eliminating justice? Because you defund police, you will have anarchy. And anarchy is a complete tool of the enemy. Anarchy is disorder of justice. And God in Romans 13 says that God has given authority to the state to ensure justice. When it is not right, we come against it. There is nothing wrong with uh, having uh, uh, marches. There's nothing wrong 
with uh, making demonstrations, peaceful demonstrations and so forth. The minute those demonstrations turn into riots, you've crossed into anarchy. You've moved from a biblical position now into a place that is going to tear down justice. You can never bring justice through anarchy. You must always follow a peaceful course. You can change things. And you may even have to go to war over things, but in a sense of what is just and legal, not in anarchy. The minute there's anarchy, there's no ruling authority. The minute anarchy starts, there's no vacuum in nature, immediately power will come in. You get rid of the police, guess who's going to rule the world? The thugs, the violent, and then you'll have military come in, and is this where we need to go? So that is coming against an ideology. Now, there are people that hold that opinion. Now, I'm not angry at them. I need to win them. I need to have conversation. I need to speak to them and help them understand the biblical precepts for where I'm coming from. They may ignore me and so forth, but I will not sin against them. But I will bring down the issue in its ideology and statements and deal with it by truth. Unfortunately, it's harder and harder to have conversation with people who don't agree with you. But Christians, you know better than that. We, we discuss and we understand and work at it. So we should know better than this because we're going to judge the world and angels. So what are we supposed to do? So my question to you is, who do you follow? Who are you following, Christian? Are you studying the Word of God? When you see something in the headlines that is unjust, when you see discrimination, when you see prejudice, when you see hatred, when you see such anarchy, where do you go? Where do you get your information to make careful judgment and discernments? Is it the latest tweet? Is it CNN? Is it Fox? Is it your favorite radio commentator? Could it be that unsaved people have ideas that maybe aren't correct with the Word of God? So where do we go? We've got to understand good judgment, proper judgment. We need to pray. We need to study the Word. We need to get the counsel of brothers and sisters in the Lord. I was having a conversation the other day from... Uh, the ministry, the minister leader of Greater Things, Josiah Harris. And in our conversation, he was saying, you know what, I want to know where the train's going before I jump on the train. So many Christians will see a train, maybe have certain stickers and things on the side of it, and they jump on it. And as Josiah and I were talking about it, we said, not only do you want to know where that train's going, you want to know who the conductor is. And what's happening right now is that trains start out in a particular reasoning and the uh, definite need for reform and the definite need to protest over such horrible deaths that occur, jump on that train, but you better figure out who's running that train and where it's headed. Because right now that train is headed towards anarchy and someone else is driving that train that is not just and right. So we've got to pay attention. Some of you need to jump off a train. 
because it's headed in the wrong direction. And, and, it, and it goes the same way whether you're a Republican or Democrat. You better watch out who's driving that train. There is only one train that I want to jump on. It's the gospel train of Jesus Christ. And I want to make sure that Jesus is the engineer and nobody else. You better check your passport and figure out what train you're riding on, brothers and sisters. You should know better than that. You're going to judge the world. You're going to judge the cosmos. You're going to judge the angels. So we better step up to the plate, do our research, pray, seek God, seek the counsel of wisdom and the word of God, and be careful how we discern these issues. Paul put it this way, <coughs> follow me as I follow Christ. If the person you're following and you're thinking and your judgment and your descriptions of things, if they're not putting Christ first and if they're not following Christ, I don't need to be on that train. That is going to take me down the wrong path. So, as Paul would say, follow me as I follow Christ. Follow Christ in these hard times of discerning what is right and wrong. Make your statements. Make your arguments. Be angry, but sin not. <coughs> and be careful. When anything moves into the realm of disorder and anarchy, it is not of God. We've got to watch that. And as Paul said, you should know better that, than that. Don't you know? You're going to judge the world. Don't you know? You're going to judge angels. So let's get this right. We are at a crux in this age and at this time for this nation. The word crux comes from the idea of crucifix, the cross point. We are at a cross point in our culture. What train are you going to ride on? The gospel train. Christ Jesus is the way that we're to follow and to follow after him. Discern correctly judge correctly look behind the scenes you can pretty much account take for sure that the media is not going to give you the whole story and the right story so you need to have many sources and you need to get discernment from the spirit of god the word of god and christian counsel this is my word for the people of god you know better than that. Please let us pray in our judgments. Father, I thank you for this time. I pray that some things have gotten put in place, some things shaken up. And Father, we stand on the Word of God. What an amazing position to be in as kings and priests and prophets. May we stand into the position of judgment that you've put us in, that we will give wisdom and counsel to those who are seeking to understand the will of God. May we win the lost because of our passion for Christ and our love for the lost. May we never contend with others and miss the fact that they're going to hell. May we reach them with the love of Jesus. Father, help us, I pray. And I pray for the Spirit today to continue to minister through the fellowship of communion, through the bread and the wine that we've taken today, that we would be healed and renewed and refreshed. In Jesus' name, amen.